Good afternoon, church. Uh, welcome to my home office again. Uh, I plan to do something on Sundays and Wednesdays, Sunday morning at 10, and then again Wednesday afternoons, uh, sometime around 5 o'clock. I'm doing it a little earlier today because uh, I recognize mm -hmm. that some people are not going to be, uh, I'm sorry, because I have a, uh, a Zoom meeting with our Presbytery pastors later, so I wanted to be able to do that. So uh, here I am today. Um, probably the first thing that you'll notice is that I am clean shaven for the first time in a long time. Um, so I did that because I heard that uh, it's smarter to not have a beard because of the coronavirus. So I thought I'd just go ahead and do that and let my face have an opportunity to see the sun again. So um, enjoying that. I wanted to read a passage that really struck me uh, earlier this week. So let me read that. It's from Psalm 37, beginning at verse 3 through verse 7. Psalm 37, beginning at verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. So you will live in the land and enjoy security. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will make your vindication shine like the light, and the justice of your cause like the noonday. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Do not fret over those who prosper their way, over those who carry out evil devices. So what struck me uh, about this passage is because I was looking at that uh, while I was looking at my sermon for last week and while I was preparing for that. And I looked at that Isaiah passage in Isaiah 58 that said that God told the people of Israel to refrain from pursuing their own desires and their own interests on the Sabbath. And if they were to do that, then uh, they would take delight in the Lord. And I caught that phrase, finding delight in the Lord. And so when I read that, I noticed that it also referred to Psalm 37, verse 4. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And what struck me about that is that God is... is I'd like to call him the great reverser. He turns things around where we, in our human wisdom, try to do things a certain way. God says, no, no, you're doing it backwards. You have it wrong and tries to reset us. You know, it's it's that old saying of putting the cart before the horse. It doesn't make any sense. You have to have the cart behind the horse. And, and that's kind of what God says to us on a regular basis. Um, God gets us back on track. Uh, we tend to seek things for the wrong reasons, and God tries to get us back on track. Um, and that's why God said in Isaiah 58 to refrain from pursuing your own interests on the Sabbath, um, and then you shall find delight in the Lord. Um, so God becomes the great reverser. And it's kind of common throughout Scripture. I notice that over and over again, where we try and do things one way, God says, no, no, you have it backwards, do it this way. Uh, where the world says, find yourself, Jesus says, deny yourself. 
uh, where the world says, seek your passions, Jesus says, no, no, seek first the kingdom of God and all the rest will be added unto you. Where the world says, uh, look for a job that gives you joy, um, Scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes to find joy in your labor. I love that reversal in that because so often we're so busy trying to find that perfect job that will give us a sense of well-being. And the wisest man in history, uh, King Solomon, says, no, find joy and peace in your job. Um, perhaps that's why Brother Lawrence became so popular. Uh, he was the one from which the book, uh, the, uh, the Practice of the Presence of God, came into being. And Brother Lawrence was just a monk who lived a very simple life, and he did the most menial tasks at the monastery. Um, he was not one that was well known for his intellect or uh, his, his theological acumen. He basically did the simple things and, and swept uh, and cleaned and did the menial tasks and became a sandal maker. And, but people began to come from all over the countryside to talk to him because he was at such peace and at such um, a sense of joy about him. And it was because he was finding joy in his work. And how much more can we be doing those sorts of things? And so now when we're in this time of uh, slowing down because of the coronavirus, we have an opportunity to slow down and find joy in our slowness, really. Um, I'm reminded of the story of the, the uh, toll booth worker who worked in San Francisco and people thought he was crazy because they would drive up to throw a couple dollars at him uh, and and he was singing and he was dancing and he was always so joyful and people said how can you be so joyful you're you're a toll uh, collector uh, on a bridge and he said well look at me I have a corner office and I have this beautiful view of the San Francisco Harbor what could be better than this and um so it just strikes me that, that he was finding joy uh, in his work and seeing all the good things that could happen. And, and right now we could be really focused on all the tough things that we're going through instead of finding joy and peace in the Lord. <clears throat> and that's why this verse really struck me. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. It's very similar, <coughs> excuse me, it's very similar to that verse in uh, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6, chapter, or chapter 6, verse 33, when Jesus says, seek first God's kingdom, and then all these things will be added unto you. So when we seek after the things, uh, we end up coming up empty, right? And we get a little frustrated and we're unhappy. Uh, but God is the great reverser says, no, 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 seek after the kingdom. And then these other things will be added unto you. Um, the more we seek after God and the more we seek after his kingdom, the more God gives us the desires of our heart. Now, here's the other aspect of God being the great reverser is that when we seek after God, our hearts change. And when our hearts change, the desires of our heart change. <clears throat> now, when I say that, I realize that that's not really true. What changes is our recognition of what the priorities in our heart are. And so when we think, oh, this is super important to me, 
but we seek after God, then all of a sudden we begin to realize those things are not really as important as I thought they were. I mean, how many times have I gone to visit somebody in the hospital and realized, gosh, they, they have changed their priorities in life. Where before they were seeking after good job, good uh, prosperity, all of these things. And now when they're in the hospital and they're looking at their own mortality, they begin to realize, gosh, I realize now what's really important. My friends, my family, my relationships, uh, passing on something important to the people that are following me, um, spending time uh, enjoying God and working on my relationship with God, not these other things that I thought were so important before. So as we begin to seek God, our priorities change, our hearts change, and the desires of our hearts uh, become more apparent to us. Um, we become blinded to our own human desires, and we begin to focus our priorities on God. Um, and it really helps us to see our true desires, the true desires of our hearts. Sisters and brothers, hear this verse again. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Let us pray. God, thank you for this time. Thank you for the opportunity for us to slow down. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to read your word, to hear your voice speaking to us. It gives us an opportunity to meditate and to seek after you and to find our delight in you. Lord, I pray that you would work in the hearts of your people. Begin to transform us by the renewing of our minds. Help us to recognize the importance of our relationships with you, our relationships with our loved ones, our relationships with those around us, especially those in need in our community. Help us to reach out in love to them as well. I pray this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, who is the great reverser in our life. Amen. Uh, just a quick announcement to remind you that to come and uh, watch again Sunday morning. Uh, we'll be doing. A, I'll be doing a sermon. I'll be back on my uh, Through the Eyes of Peter series. So we'll be talking about the seven times seventy. I look forward to doing that during this time. Uh, we will be do. I will be doing this every Wednesday uh, late afternoon. Hope to catch people here. And uh, that's it. Uh, I'll be sending out an email tomorrow to the church family and encourage you all to uh, connect with that. If I am, if you are not on our email list, uh, go ahead and uh, PM me on the uh, Facebook and, and I'll add you to that. Be safe, be still, and know that God is God, and be at peace. God bless.